Welcome to Modern Marketing Messages, the leading podcast discussing the latest and greatest in both online and offline marketing tactics, strategies, and trends. I'm Mariah Kalaji, and today we are discussing the latest and greatest in SEO with three of the brightest minds in the field, Mike, Tony, and Courtney. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Awesome. So um, if you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourself, Mike, do you want to start off? Yeah, my name is uh, Mike Inley. I've been doing SEO for a little over five years now. Uh, I've been working at AE for about three three and a half, uh, working on all different kinds of sites, uh, e-commerce to small mom and pops. Fantastic. Welcome. I'm Courtney McKeown, and I am a digital marketing director here at AmericanEagle.com. I've been with the company for about five and a half years, and I've been working in the digital marketing space for over 13. My background is heavy in SEO, so I'm excited to talk a little bit more about the history of SEO and what you can expect moving forward. Awesome. And I am Tony Steen, head of digital marketing sales here at AmericanEagle.com, have been in the digital marketing space for about 15 years now, and uh, yeah, really excited to share some trends and ways to keep up with SEO. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. So let's dive right in. And, um, you know, SEO has been such a buzzword for so long and it has such um, a, a long history spanning quite some time. So, you know, some say several years ago, SEO was a bit like the wild, wild west. But, you know, where did SEO start so many years ago and how has it continually evolved? I don't know. Courtney, do you want to share your expertise? Sure. Well, SEO really grew up with the internet when you think about it. As soon as people began uh, browsing online, they started using search engines. Search engines started to become developed. And even looking back, if you think about the late 90s, early 2000s, people weren't using Google at that time. They were using um, platforms like Ask Jeeves. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Throwback. Yes. And Yahoo. Um, and actually, Yahoo's search results said powered by Google, um, because at the time, Google had a really great algorithm, so they had Google powering their search engine. And that actually is how people became to know Google, because when they were using Yahoo, they saw it um, and started to move over to Google. So Google, um, from there, really just started to become this household giant that we know it as today. Super interesting. It's crazy how much it has evolved since then. And, you know, since it started back then, you know, what we need to pay attention to and just kind of the growth within SEO, you know, what are some key points that businesses today really need to hone in on and pay attention to? So you're going to get the same answer from any SEO. It's always going to be quality, but how do we actually measure that? How do we actually attain that? You really need to always make sure everything you're producing is helpful to your end user. That's what Google is always looking for. Their algorithms, their bots are getting so intelligent that they're almost human now where they're really able to tell whether or not what you created is actually going to help an end user for their certain query or search. So every time you're creating something before you hit publish, you need to ask yourself, is this really going to help anyone? And if not, go back to the drawing board, see how else you can uh, edit it to make sure that it's going to help someone. Yeah, even thinking back in the early days of search engine algorithms, um, they weren't as intelligent to understand what was quality and what was artificially created. So people would actually take content and put it in spinners and wow. create basically garbage and put it out there on the web and it would rank in the top of the search results. So Google really needed to adjust to that as well as search engines and they've gotten amazing at understanding what's true quality versus what's fluffy or you know just put out there to try to rank. Yeah my favorite one obviously how was the wild wild west uh, several years ago 
people google would just look for the exact keyword that you were trying to rank for so people would write that keyword and its variation hundreds of times but put it as the same text color as the background so <laughs> no end user would see it but google's algorithm would pick it up and be like wow this is a really good post that writes about this a lot yeah that's uh, i remember those days as well i think one of the biggest things that has impressed me about the the evolution of it is you know google really understands how people search how people think um, with voice text becoming such a big part of our everyday lives and search habits now, Google has had to evolve in that sense. And so, you know, they're kind of using the whole Ask Jeeves uh, theory from, from several years ago because now if, if you kind of think about your searches on a daily basis, um, a lot of searches being done are in a question format. Um, yeah. It's, you know, Siri, what is that? Alexa, what is this? How do I, do, you know, how, how do I, uh, you know, do something? And so, Google has uh, really recognized that, and I think the more language that you know businesses can actually put within their website or even in blogs or articles that relate to those questions, those answers, it's it's really helpful and it helps with SEO in a big way. Yeah, that's fascinating. Just kind of you know how the positioning of SEO has changed it through Google, and you know I think that really brings us to the current state of SEO, and you know with COVID expediting everyone's digital transformations, and businesses now really relying on their online presence to come up with, you know, to grow their business and really hone in on their SEO. You know, Tony, what are what are some actionable items that you're seeing businesses take to really improve their SEO in this new COVID e-commerce world? Yeah, it's been quite interesting for sure. Um, mm -hmm. I think you hit the nail on the head when you mentioned the word expediting. Um, mm -hmm. Businesses forever have known that they need to transform their business mindset to the internet, to mobile. Um, and COVID has really expedited that. Um, you know, I think right now it's created so much competition in the online space that people need to invest more time, money, and resources into their website. It's their number one salesperson. It's the, it's the live and breathing business that's available 24-7. And if you're not investing in it the right way and you're not going out and putting the proper technical elements in place and really focusing on that content piece that Mike mentioned, um, you're going to be falling behind the eight ball and it's going to be really hard to catch up. And so getting it right the first time and then maintaining that over, over time is, is always your, your best way of, of staying relevant and staying competitive in, in what we now see uh, to be really, really ultra competitive due to COVID. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting. You know, we, we like to say it here at AmericanEagle.com, but your website is your hardest working employee. That's you right. know, and so just making sure that everything is optimized and constantly evolving, you know, to make sure no one's staying stagnant um, and keeping that content relevant. And, you know, especially with everyone's expedited transformation to the digital space, you know, we've seen a big shift in B2B companies going online. So what is your advice to some B2B organizations to optimize their SEO? Yeah, definitely. The first one is to be there, be in mm -hmm. the space for B2B businesses, because people are getting more and more comfortable going online to find what they need. So instead of calling up a sales rep, they'll go and look online, especially if it's a younger generation who's doing the purchasing, who's looking for the material that's needed. Um, so it's especially important for B2B organizations to establish their footprint online. And then also, you know, understand your competition. Who else is ranking out there? Are you competing against the big giants like Amazon, or are there other competitors that are in your space that haven't come online yet that you can really start to own the space? 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, being able um, to really see both B2B and B2B sides of, (laughs) did I say B2B twice? B2B and B2C sides of the business here at AmericanEagle.com. You know, it's it's interesting to see how the evolution within the B2B space and that shift to digital um, has really grown over the past year. I know, Mike, um, you just chatting before this, you know, you had mentioned we have some great use cases just kind of within the B2B space and how um, SEO has really impacted their business. Would you like to share those? Yeah. So at the beginning of COVID, we can pinpoint exactly when the internet changed. And there'll be tons of studies that come from these years down the road. But we already have them. Uh, Like I said, we pinpoint to the day that traffic went up, transactions went up because everyone was stuck inside. They needed to turn to the Internet. So I always like to think of SEO as the base for digital marketing. Everyone should do SEO before they really do anything else because the logic behind it will fuel every other digital marketing aspect you do. So Google's mission is to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. You need to kind of have that mindset whenever you're creating something. And that's something here that we do at AmericanEagle.com. And we were very fortunate that we had already done this for a handful of our sites that I work on day to day. So as soon as demand kicked off with the first shutdown, we were there already ranking. Mm -hmm. And when demand took off, those rankings really paid off for us. Absolutely. We saw massive increases in transactions actions, conversion rates. It was it was pretty incredible to be on, on the front lines during all of that. Um, the other thing that I'm glad you mentioned, Mike, was, you know, Google's mission, right? I think we should take that same mindset with on-site search, um, especially in the B2B space. You know, looking at clients that we work with that have tens of thousands of SKUs, mm-hmm. you have to kind of treat your website as if it is Google in a sense that when your end user is looking for something on Google and stumbles across your website, that then when they do their search again, if they don't land on that exact page that they're looking for, that they are able to find what they need in as easy way po- as possible. And then and then obviously get the content that they want and, and be able to easily purchase whatever it is they're looking for. That's a really good point, Tony. Um, when we talk about search, it's not only in Google search results. You also want to think about where your business might be searched elsewhere online. So if you're in the service industry, maybe it's um, review sites. People are looking there like a Yelp or potentially people are using Google image searches and coming across your site in that regard, or maybe you're producing really great YouTube content. And in those cases, you wanna look at how to optimize your YouTube videos so you're ranking high there as well. So think about all the different ways that you can drive traffic to your website and understand, are you showing up or do you have work to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I Pinterest like is a big one too, right? Pinterest is just taking it off. It totally depends on the industry. Right. I mean, every business is so unique, so it really takes a customized, tailored approach mm-hmm. to know where you need to be found. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, you know, I in my research here, you know, Think with Google came out with 39% of purchasers are influenced by relevant search. So that just kind of goes to your point, Courtney, that making sure that, you know, you're able to optimize the other channels through relevant search is is so important. Um, and, you know, you, you also touched on a little bit how the relevancy of the industry is so important in the different channels. Um, do you want to dive into that a little bit? I think that that is a common misconception that everyone needs to do everything or, you know, be able to be, be in everything. And, you know, how, do, how, do, how can businesses really dive into that? Yeah, that's a really great point. It's We hear a lot of people come to us and they'll say, we want to do social media and we need to post all over social media. And it's that's great. But at the same time, we know that those channels sometimes are not the ROI drivers. So you really have to step back and say, where can I find the customers that are either going to convert 
or who will lead to that conversion funnel. Um, so it's great to put out content in various different places online. It all supports the larger plan, but really think about where it makes sense in your space and who your target audience is so you can produce content that speaks to them versus just posting things like Happy Earth Day, <laughs> um, which likely won't lead yep. to any sales. Yeah, absolutely. That's really interesting. And, you know, that goes to another point, you know, and making sure that your content ad adds value. I know we kind of touched on that in the beginning of this conversation, you know, but making sure that that content is quality and is valuable and it's not just noise in the market. You know, Mike, what are what are you seeing in content as a value? So, yeah, like I said, the search engines are getting so intelligent. They're really able to decipher what's quality and what's not. And there is no measurement we can put on quality. There's no one that can say, yes, this is going to rank number one. But you don't need some very expensive tool out there uh, to you know, do your keyword research or tell you how many keywords you need to put in this or how many words to put on a page. We're very lucky that if you want to rank for a certain term, just Google it. Who's mm -hmm. ranking number one? What are they doing? How can you replicate? And how can you improve on that to overtake that position? I like that. I like that. Just, you know, simple search. And I think that um, is a really great actionable tip for our listeners is, you know, what is what is something simple that, you know, biz maybe small to mid-sized biz businesses can put into place right now to really optimize their SEO? Yeah, I would say, you know, both Courtney and Mike just mentioned two of the three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the first is, is keyword research. Mm -hmm. um, really understanding what keywords re relate to not only your business and, and then taking it one step further, how do you articulate that in a way that your buyers are going to understand it? And uh, we do a lot of research here at AmericanEagle.com before we put anything out there in the marketplace. And one of those action items or research items are buyer personas for our mm -hmm. customers. Um, I don't think we ever build a campaign or really even kick off an engagement with truly understanding the target audience that we're reaching out to where they are, where they live, what they care about, what's going to resonate them. And then we build our, our strategy around that. And so, you know, understanding your target audience, doing your keyword research, and then doing exactly what Mike said, look at your competition and figuring out how you can do better than, than they are. And something we've also found is very helpful is to have a calendar mm -hmm. and try to stick to it because it's really easy to do the research and know what you need, but then not have a good cadence and a schedule. So it's always great to have a content calendar planned ahead so you can stick to it and continue to produce quality content because Google also is looking for fresh content. Mm -hmm. So it's not something that you would do at the beginning of the year and then just let it work. You'd want to continue adding throughout um, the year and providing value as you go. Absolutely. And just keep researching, right? Because it's constantly changing. Yeah. With it constantly changing, you really just need to keep up and make sure that, like Courtney said, you're keeping it fresh because as this whole point with uh, COVID, the competition is insane right now. So you have lots of people trying to do the same thing as you. So make sure you're always staying on top of it. Make sure your information is always the freshest and the most helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it, the changes are crazy. It's I mean, you got market changes, competitive changes. And then, of course, the algorithm changes, yeah. which is a very big topic coming up soon. So. Absolutely. Do you want to dive into kind of what, what the future holds? Yeah. Well, Google is always updating their algorithm, and a lot of the search engines kind of follow suit after. Um, one that was announced about a year ago is a page experience update. And they had originally said it would be coming out this May 2021, but they recently said that they would be pushing it back to mid-June with a full rollout um, in August of this year. And that update is really going back to that mission of providing a better 
quality browsing experience. Um, so it focuses on things like page speed, visual stability, site security, and then mobile friendliness. As people are shifting to using their phone more often, um, mm-hmm. they're using mobile networks, which might not be as fast at all times. So they're really taking a deep dive to understand that quality picture and what it means for a website. Yeah, that's interesting you bring up mobile phones. Um, I, I think it was a Google study said that 52.2% of all website traffic worldwide comes from mobile phones. So that's definitely very, very important and top of mind for consumers. Yeah, and this uh, upcoming update here I actually really like because it comes back to Google's main mission of making things accessible. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than going through a website in your own searching land on a website, start to read, and then a pop-up comes up or some ad loads and shifts your content off the screen of your phone. This is something, again, Google's getting very intelligent. They're able to measure this stuff, of whether or not you're going to have a positive browsing experience. And if a website is making it difficult for the end user to find their answer on your website, they're going to ding you for that. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And you briefly touched on um, accessibility. And I think that website accessibility is another hot topic. And, you know, having an accessible website, you know, will optimize your SEO and making sure that, you know, you are accessible to everyone. So I think that that new feature coming out, I think that's going to be really great. Yeah, absolutely. Accessibility at the end of the day is important for the people who need the site to function. Um, but it also provides a lot of value for SEO and user experience. Mm -hmm. Um, It helps set guidelines to make sites more easy to use, um, having contrasting colors, buttons that aren't difficult to click. So they all play hand in hand. Um, So it really just all stems back to having that quality foundation of a website. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said before, your website's your hardest working employee. (laughs) (laughs) This new update's going to be interesting, though. I mean, everybody has their own kind of perception and feeling around how important it's going to be or if it's going to be a, a big deal and you know Courtney mentioned it's it was first announced almost a year ago mm-hmm. and it just got pushed back and they're coming out with tools to help support businesses so my opinion is that it is going to be a huge deal um, yeah. and that you know it's it's really nice to know that we've been ahead of the game for so long and I think our, our clients are really starting to see the value in us our, our preparedness and, and the steps we're taking to really get ahead of it. Yeah, absolutely. So to wrap things up, let's kind of go around and if you guys could share just one actionable insight that you think businesses should really focus on in 2021 as it relates to their SEO. Tony, we'll kick it off with you. So I think there's two for me. User experience we'll is a big one. We'll allow that. <laughs> okay, good. User experience is definitely going to be um, a huge, huge thing in, in 2021 and beyond. Um, Mike and Courtney and everyone today has already alluded to that and, and the reasons behind that, especially on mobile. But I, I also think that a major thing to focus on for businesses is measurement. SEO can be measured, mm-hmm. um, but it's important to understand your current state versus your desirable state, setting goals and benchmarks, and then really measuring the success um, of keyword performance and traffic growth. Absolutely. And to expand on that, on the user experience side, um, the more technical components are really important as well. So not only having a great visually appealing website, um, but making sure that it's functioning well behind the scenes so that Google can easily crawl and index it, that it's loading quickly, that um, you know there's nothing there hindering its ability to be found in search engines. So page experience, 
um, page speed that all tie into that update coming this year. And what we've been talking about this whole time, it's content for me. Uh, there's hundreds of ranking factors out there. Obviously, we have the big algorithm update coming out, and I'm, I'm middle of the ground with that because at the end of the day, if you're not answering questions and solving your users' problems, you could have the fastest site in the world and Google's not going to care. So mm-hmm. very big update coming. Definitely pay attention to it, but make sure you have that content tied up before anything else. Quality is king. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much for joining another episode of Modern Marketing Messages. We look forward to another engaging conversation coming soon. This podcast is brought to you by AmericanEagle.com Studios.